Warning, the Chaotic Culture Podcast is a program for mature audiences. The language and content presented in this podcast is of a mature nature that some audiences may not find suitable. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Grab your loved ones and bring them closer Extra, extra, read the poster The KKP is taking over Sleeping on me, better smell the Folgers I've been raising shops since the Motorola Off the O, like the cover Oprah Popping bottles, feet all in the sofa It's a celebration, though the times is hard It's raining blessings, give it up to God Chaotic culture, the greatest part We can't the pro, the one in charge But it's a celebration, times is hard It's raining blessings, give it up to God Chaotic culture, the greatest part We can't the pro, the one in charge We're living in a chaotic culture Living in a chaotic culture. We living in a chaotic culture. We living in a chaotic culture. Oh, we living in a chaotic culture. 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 Oh. haven't really changed that much that much but i mean we're into another week into 2021 and naturally of course we see that you know some people are starting to actually follow up on those new year's resolutions if they've made any um you know it's i and i say this just to state that if you really did make a New Year's resolution, please be sure that you follow up on it because too many people keep saying New Year, New Me. Uh, I think the pandemic might have stopped some people from going that far, but hopefully you've made some actual New Year's resolutions to your lifestyle and the changes that you're going to make. But anyway, what's going on, guys? This is another episode of the Chaotic Culture Podcast. We are back for episode two of season two. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the last episode. If you listened to it, and you enjoyed it. I thank you very much. Please continue to share the episode. Please continue to like, share, and subscribe to the Chaotic Culture Podcast, whether you're listening to it on Radio 1, whether it's Google, Apple, Spotify, Anchor itself, or wherever you get your podcasts at. You know, just be sure that you keep following us along and following us on this journey. Uh, this is your boy, of course, the Controversial Millennial. This is the, the one and only Ked the Pro here once again with the squad. Um, boy, Law, what's going on, man? How you feeling? How you feeling? Oh, we here. We here. <laughs> <laughs> that's real. That's real. And and of course, I have to introduce the, the the lovely Nasa back into the fold. What's going on, Nasa? You already know what's good. Hey, hey, hey. What's good? Indeed, indeed. So, um, just to kind of follow up on last week's happenings and whatnot, the last episode we talked about, of course, it was during the... Uh, the, the riot and the uh, insurrection at the Capitol and whatnot. So we're going to kind of not talk about that this week because obviously we want to talk about something that we are more, um, that we enjoy more, obviously. it's Because we, we could talk about politics and we could talk about just the, the plight of uh, the black people as, as well as the cancer that is white supremacy. But, you know, it, it's, 
we, we want to talk about something that's a little bit more uh, joyous for us because, I mean, we were all involved in music one way or the other. So it, it's, it's important that we at least talk about something that we enjoy and that I know that you all enjoy listening to. Um, as evidence from whenever we have a, a, a rapper or artist on here, you've always like paid attention, and and it shows. It shows in the um, it shows in the listenership. So, um, with that, first and foremost, I just gotta ask how's everybody doing. Of course, this is a new week, it's a new vibe. You know, I know sometimes, you know, things can get a little, eh, you know, throughout the week, especially when you're working almost all the time. So I just gotta feel like, you know, how's everybody feeling? taking the time to focus on myself and getting myself right. Okay. You know? Yeah, I feel that. Love, what's going on with you, man? Same old, same old. Living in the mundane world. Wake up, go to work, go home, quarantine, sleep. <laughs> quarantine and sleep. Quarantine and sleep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's pretty much it. That I, I feel that, man. I don't be going nowhere either. I did go to the gym for the first time today, um, mm-hmm. this year. I don't know why it took me so long, but I finally got back in the gym. Uh, finally got a chance to, you know, get some exercise in and get back on track. Uh, I guess I was afraid because of the pandemic on, you know, the safety precautions. But I think the gym has done well. But there was still too many people in there for my liking on a Saturday morning. But what can you do? I, I guess. <laughs> I, I guess. I don't know, man. I guess everybody's still on their New Year's resolution and still trying to, like, work out and get their bodies in shape. But it is definitely not – I'm not comfortable with that many people in the gym during this kind of pandemic. You know, even if it's safe to, like, work out without your mask, I still – I'm just like, mm, I don't trust the next person to do what they're supposed to do. So, I, you know, I didn't get on any of the benches or anything. I did a whole lot of, like, free weights and dumbbells today, but – Anyway, um, but speaking about can we talk about exercise? I completed my, I got back in the gym this week. Hey, got back into it, even though I did have my mask because I was not playing that. So yeah, I feel that. <laughs> Had my mask on. Where, where, where did you? Uh, what did you end up doing when you like get back to the gym? Like, what did you start working on? Um, I usually like when I get back into the gym, I usually start with like cardio. I usually start with cardio, mm-hmm. and I think this week I just started with cardio mostly because I feel like with cardio, it kind of it's like a it's one of those exercises that's like you're not really you're kind of clearing your mind. Mm-hmm. You're, you're kind of just releasing and clearing things and trying to get yourself focused. So um, I feel like this week was something cardio was the number one thing that I needed to do. I got you. I guess you, you know, the crazy thing about that is that I cardio is something that I always do in the gym, but I've never liked doing cardio, and I don't know why. Because uh, I've always been, I've always been a runner. I guess when I was smaller and whatnot, and then for some reason I just started hating running. But I guess because I did it so often, I got tired of it. But I, I know that for me, cardio does the same thing. It, like it helps with clear my mind. It helps me, you know, get into that focus. I mean, I, I did some cardio even before I started lifting weights. So it was like, all right, well, let me get on this treadmill, let me get on this elliptical, and let me just go until, you so know. Like, when you do cardio, how, how long do you need to go for? Because I, I try to do at least to do, I try to, to do at least 30 minutes of, of cardio. Just. Mm-hmm. Um, I do anywhere between 15 to 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it really just depends on the day. Sometimes I'll do, like, uh, if it's, like, a heavy day, I'll do 15. But if it's, like, one of those light days and I'm just trying to, like, get something in, um, and just try to get like heart rate up or something like that, then I'll do 30. 
Um, it really just depends on what I'm focusing on on that day. Um, today I did 15 only because I hadn't been in the gym so long, and I'm like, I'm not trying to win myself out. <laughs> so let me go ahead and just get this quick 15 minutes in and then go from there. But uh, at any rate, uh, what I want to start off this discussion with is, of course, the music of 2020 and our favorite albums and our favorite songs and things like that. Now, there weren't a lot of like heavy, heavy, heavy hitters in 2020, but there were still some pretty good albums out there that I think people, if they haven't listened to already, hopefully that they will. But um, let's just talk about it. Um, Law, you got any on your list that you wanted to uh, talk about for this past year that you really, really enjoyed or thoroughly enjoyed? Uh, let's see. Uh, Pluto, Baby Pluto by Future and Lil Uzi. Okay. Uh, Savage Mode 2. Right, right, right. Uh, F the World by Brent. Fire. Ah, uh, yes. PTSD uh, <laughs> by G Herbo. Okay. How was that? That actually wasn't bad. Um, it was more so of him storytelling about a lot of the stuff that he had went through uh, growing up in Chicago and having to run drills and not possibly being able to see your homie uh, go like going into like the next day and stuff. It was, it was a dope album. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay. Um, that's actually one that I hadn't got to yet, and it's been on my list for forever because I like G Herbo, but... Whatever reason I hadn't got to it, um, I had finally listened to um, Dirk's album, not um, not the last one, not the last last one that he did, but um, the Voice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I listened to that, and you could tell when he was making that album that there was a lot of pain. You know, after the death of King Von and whatnot, you could literally tell like there was a lot of pain in his uh, in his rap slash singing voice. Like, mm-hmm. dude was hurt. Um, but Ultimately, like, The Voice was a decent album, at least in my opinion. But continue, man. I didn't mean to interrupt. Good. Uh, so Help Me God by 2 Chains. Uh, that was his most recent. Mm-hmm. And then uh, No Face, No Case also. And then you got different singles that dropped throughout the year. But uh, for the most part, those were my main listeners. Uh, y'all listen to Young Boy Never Go Broke? Youngboy, I have to be in a mood to listen to Youngboy. I don't know what it is, but it's like I, because I'd like him, but it's one of those things where I'm like, uh, I, I don't know. It, it maybe, maybe it's because his his target audience isn't me. Mm-hmm. Maybe that maybe that's what I, I'm what coming from. What is his target I'm guessing it'll probably be somebody who is, you know, between that 18 and 21 range. Um, <laughs> that's that's what I'm thinking. But granted, I mean, it's not like the music he makes is, you it's know. It's not like it's trash. I yeah, mean, it's not trash at all. But I, I don't know. It's just, uh, it may, maybe it's just because I'm getting older and I realize that a lot of the stuff that I listen to, you know, that was targeted when I was a teen. 
Mm-hmm. And now that I'm pushing 30, it's like the same music doesn't, you know, flow the same way with me. And, and for me, especially in rap, it really just depends on my mood. And oftentimes I want something that's going to, you know, help me get through the day. Um, but again, I'm not really sure if, I don't know, I don't really, li- I haven't really listened to rap mm-hmm. like that. I mean, I'm I'm really an R&B head, yep. but like I do, I don't get me wrong, I definitely do listen to like hip hop and, you know, trap and stuff, but I feel like, and some may disagree and may just say the same thing that I'm about to say, but honestly, I feel like the con- the hip hop or the rap has been, it just sounds the same. Yeah, there there are you can make it, that argument. It, I, I can make that argument, and I'm pretty sure people can make that argument as far as like R and B, like everything's the same. You know, everything's the same. Right. Pardon me. <laughs> Excuse me. Everything's the same, and all you know, emotional and in your feelings, and you know, blah blah blah. But I don't know. It's just well, it seems um, like this has been a lot of the same. I, I will say that at least in hip-hop, there is kind of an oversaturation mm-hmm. of the same kind of hip-hop, especially, like, when it comes to trap music. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I mean, if you're more of a traditionalist, like, say, someone like my brother who's more traditionalist hip-hop, um, you know, you, you kind of want that to be on the radio some more, and you realize that it's not going to be like that. So you kind of have to find, like, different avenues not to take anything away from from trap music because I mean look music is music and you know good music is good music or and whatnot yeah. you know it's just that everybody people have preferences like for me I'm somewhere in the middle of traditionalist and trap like I'm not all yeah. the way over here I'm not all the way over here I'm but... not full trap but I'm not I'm like in the middle <laughs> yeah exactly exactly it has to be a good balance between the two right right um, I got another artist Deontay Hitchcock yes uh, ooh yes better um that was a great album uh shoot that's actually on my list and i and i'm glad you mentioned that deontay i actually got hip to him late uh i didn't you know if you paid attention to like the bet hip-hop cyphers like i knew about flo millie of course mm-hmm. um i knew about buddy because i had heard uh harlan alondra his uh, last album from 2018 but then when deontay hitchcock came in i was like yo this dude can spit hold on let me look him up and i'll listen to that album I enjoyed it. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Big Sean's Detroit too. Yes. Goes on that list as well. What is, is his name Deontay? Okay, I need to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, Was he on um, 85 South? Because there was this rapper that was, what I tell you, no, that's not, a, that's a whole different one. Give me one second. I'm going to find this fucker. Cause. <laughs> yeah, yeah, D-E-A-N-T-E apostrophe and then Hitchcock is the last name. Akeem Ali. Okay. Bruh, his flow is so goddamn stupid. Like, <laughs> his flow is retarded. Akeem, Akeem Ali. Like, he did a, um, he was on the 85 South show. Mm-hmm. Um, with, like, Carlos Miller and all them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but they were kind of doing, like, a little, I guess, a cypher. But when I tell you that man was spitting, like, mm-hmm. his, his flow is really stupid. Like, it, it goes crazy, like. Wow. Okay. I'm gonna have to. Uh, that's definitely that's definitely a listen to because his flow is really ridiculous. Like. Okay. I, I'll definitely have to uh, catch up on that and listen to that uh, whenever I get the opportunity. 
Uh, shoot. Um, you got anybody else on your list? Uh, I'm about quick? to say the baby. His, of course. Uh, his last two albums, My Brother's Keeper and uh, Blame It On Baby. Mm-hmm. And other than that, that's about it. Hey, man, look, the, the baby, I got to give it up to him. Like, the baby definitely, like, put out um, a lot of music between 2018 and now. Like, he just kept putting out music, and he didn't take any breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, even you can make the argument that the baby's raps all sound the same. The flow sounds the same, and he doesn't His switch it up. Ridiculous. Yeah, but... Yeah, that's that's the that's the point. Like he 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 is a hustler, and he was just his trying. Hu- his to, hustling abilities is ridiculous. Right. Like. That man was putting out music after and album after album, so I gotta give him credit for that. Um, I think Rockstar is uh, nominated for a Grammy, if I'm not mistaken. It is. Yeah. So you know when um when it actually comes to that, hopefully we'll be able to. Uh, he might win. He might not. I don't know. The Grammys are kind of uh, that's that's another subject. We'll get into that later. Yeah, um, so something that I wanted to kind of go in as far as um, favorite albums because I got a whole list of them uh, that I have in written down because obviously I, I don't pretend to be a hip hop aficionado, but I just listen to a lot of rap, especially when I'm working out or especially when I'm working. It's just it's something that like you know puts me at ease, I guess. Um, I will say, especially from the climate that they were in, uh, Run the Jewels with Run the Jewels 4 is definitely a, a, a listen, especially if you are a political head or, you know, somebody who enjoyed their last three albums. Yeah. Um, they always, like Killer Mike and, um, and LP, they always deliver. Uh, it was a different kind of feel uh, from their last three albums I think this one was a little um, I wouldn't say a little it wasn't lighthearted. it was it was just I guess because the album fit the tension it just felt like more this is the album at the right time as opposed to like when they were dropping their other albums it felt like yes it's a needed album but you didn't know if it was you know during that particular climate or whatnot but definitely RTJ4 is definitely a listen if you are um, a big Run the Jewels fan or if you're just a big political fan, if you're in the Black Lives Matter, uh, I definitely would pay attention to that album. Uh, my turn, Lil Baby, of course. Um, so help me, He said So Help Me God by 2 Chains. Uh, I would say Limbo by Amine. Um, that's definitely one that we haven't mentioned, but I would definitely listen to that. Uh, so help me. Well, I I just said that. Uh, Black Habits. Black Habits by D Smoke. Uh, Black Hat. Look. Yes. Okay, let's talk about D Smoke because that man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he yeah he's dope. Yes. Ever since ever since watching him off of the rap game. Yeah. Uh, Rhythm and flow. Rhythm and or well, damn, I said the rap game. Rhythm and flow. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> Might as well have been that. Like no rhythm and flow. Ever since rhythm and flow, like. Solid. Yeah, he, he is a the Last Supper. Yes, I will always rewind that just that performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is he is a great musician, and I had no idea that he was um the brother of Sir until after that I watched that series. I'm oh, like, wait, he's Sir's brother? Yes, Cut he's Sir's brother. Cut the fuck out of 
right here. Yeah. Why didn't Sir put this man on sooner? I, I, I guess he was trying to find his own way. I mean, I get it. Yeah, I, he was like, okay, well, Sir's with TDE. I got, I got to find my own lane. And I'm gonna find my own lane. Well, now, yeah. wow. Yeah, he, he, he found his way. But uh, yeah. Um, OTK, no. That's my song between them two. Wow. Hey, yeah, yeah. It's um, it it was a bit of a surprise for me too. But yes, um, Black Habits definitely listen to that. Um, that one is also nominated for a Grammy as well for best rap album. So if you haven't listened to that, definitely, definitely listen. Um, the Allegory by Royce the Five Nine also Grammy nominated. Uh, Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist, and I gotta give a shout out to Freddie Gibbs because. Freddie has been on a streak as of late. It seems like every project he drops is it it is it, great. It is great production. Um, like the one that he had uh, with Currency. Um, that I think it was Fetty, but uh, yeah, that one was great. His last year, the album he had last year. Um, what which one was that? Dang, now I'm now I'm starting to draw a blank here. But let me let me look that up real quick. But yeah, Freddie has been on a roll, and more power to him. Bandana, there we go. Bandana, honestly, was one of the rap albums of the year, if I, if if not the rap album of the year. And yeah, uh, Fetty was the last album that he dropped with Currency. Um, but yeah, Freddie Gibbs has been on a roll. Uh, some other albums that are, I guess, a little less known. That um, I want to talk about. There's the an album called Everything by Code of the Friend. Uh, please definitely take a listen to that if you haven't. Uh, As God Intended by uh, Apollo Brown and uh, a young up and coming uh, female artist by the name of uh, Shay Noir. Uh, it's really more Shay Noir's album, but Apollo Brown is on it because he produced every track. Uh, Miles by Blue in Exile. If for those of us, you know, more traditionalists and old hip-hop heads who know about Blue and Exile, listen to this album. Some of the songs can be a bit long-winded, in my opinion, but it's still worth it. Um, the Price of Tea in China by Boldy James and The Alchemist. So, like, The Alchemist has been on fire, too. Like, every album that he's been a part of, it's just been absolute, like, it's been fire. I just have to throw that out there. Uh, if, for those of us who are Griselda fans... Uh, A.K.A. Uh, West Side Gun, Conway the Machine, and Benny the Butcher. Definitely listen to those albums. Uh, Burner of Proof by Benny the Butcher and From King to a God by Conway. I was going to say, Benny the Butcher's album. Yes. Mm. Like yes. that, bro. <laughs> I, when I heard that, Jan, I was just like, he's doing something. Yeah, here. yeah, bro. <laughs> he's doing <wanted> something. <laughs> I, I heard it in the barbershop. I'm like, I'm sitting there getting the cut. I'm like, wait a minute, this is Benny. And my bar was like, yeah, man, this is latest album. I'm like, Yo, what the? Yo, turn this joint up. And but it's just funny because like you like when it first come on, like you don't pay no attention, and then he starts spitting, and you do that little bob like, uh, yeah. okay, yeah. What song? What song would you say that like really goes? Okay, so burden of proof. Burden of proof is the album. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, one of the songs on that album that I really um vibe with, of, of course, is uh timeless. That's the one with uh with Wayne and Wayne Bishon. And yeah. Um the other one that I really, really liked, of course, was um was at the end of the album, it was Legend. Um that one was produced by Hit Boy. 
Uh, there was another one on that one. Uh, of course, the ones that he does with his Griselda label mates are always good. Uh, War Paint. But um, One Way Flight was also the other one where it, they just go. It was him and Freddie Gibbs. And again, him, they got some kind of chemistry together that I'm just like, okay, yeah, I, I'm all right. I mess with that. But Freddie himself has always been, uh, in my opinion, just a great artist in general. So... Yeah, if you haven't listened to these albums, definitely take a listen. Uh, one album that I want to, I guess, kind of highlight, because he, you already said Savage Mode 2 by 21 Savage and Metro, mm-hmm. which is on my list. Um, I thought Polo G would get a lot more love this year, because The Goat was actually a pretty decent album. He came out with something, Polo? Yeah, yeah, Polo came out with something. It I, was, ain't heard, I ain't heard Polo since Girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, a def- lot of his... Some people will say that a lot of his hype attributed from TikTok, mm-hmm. as is like most of the EXO, uh, the freshman twenty class. Yeah. Uh, so TikTok was really the main stable and main branch for a lot of these artists that we've named. Not all of them, but like I said, the freshman twenty, those uh, artists definitely had their, their uprising and bring it from TikTok. From TikTok. Yeah, and honestly, that's something that we have to talk about later on because that is TikTok really did. I wouldn't say, well, maybe it did. I think it did change the game. Uh, TikTok really had a major influence, uh, even going back to like 2018. Uh, that's how long it's been out. Y- yes. Um, and just now got famous. I wouldn't say just just now, but yeah, it's really starting to blow up because of the pandemic. Because nobody could go out, so they on their phones and and on TikTok and on TikTok. So it's like, well, there's TikTok. We can't go outside, so let's just make a video. So yeah, um, Eternal Take by Lil Uzi Vert. Obviously, uh, I have I still have not listened to Pluto by them or Baby Pluto. I got I got to. Um, that's on my list. Uh, Industry Games by Chica. Uh, another freshman twenty. Uh, definitely check her out because Chica can. Chica. Spit. Yes. Chica, listen, <laughs> listen, Chica. Her album. Mm-hmm. Industry games. Industry games. I listened to that back, forwards and backwards. Like she, she yeah. knew what she was doing. Yes. Yeah, that, that she can spit, and I, I got again. She can make music. Like and I got to give her credit. My thing, I think the reason why, like, I fuck with her so well is because, like, she uses the way that she uses her words. Like, mm-hmm. It's very metaphorical. It's very, um, she uses a lot of, like, hyperboles and similes and metaphors and just to describe stuff. And it just make, it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. It be making sense. I'm just like, come on, Chica. Yes. Yes. Um, definitely her. Um. An artist that I feel like a lot of a lot of the women really liked this year, but I haven't listened to the album yet because again, maybe it's not my target audience. But um, Flo Millie's album. I'm not listening to Flo Millie's, but I heard it was good. Yeah, I, I heard that it was good as well. Um, I, I'm gonna take a listen because uh, a lot of women in the rap game have been shutting it down. Have as been of late. really shutting it down. Yeah. They really have. Megan, uh, let's 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 face it, because last year Megan she was really shutting it down with mm-hmm. that album. Like she was shutting shit down. Yeah, Megan is probably been the most consistent most consistent from for the last couple of years and I, and 
rightfully so because Megan can spit and Megan can make good music. Megan can make great music. So also Sweetie at the end of the year mm-hmm. back to the streets. So she made a little a nice little bop anthem. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. Um, and I honestly, I, I'll admit that I, I didn't like Sweetie at first, but now I'm more like okay, I'm more accepting of her. And the way that she makes music, I, I guess I don't know what turned me off when I first um, what's that song that, that I first heard by her? Uh, Icy, or Icy Girl? I can't even remember the name, the actual Icy name. Icy Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> I I just wasn't like I don't know. It, it just didn't. I guess it didn't vibe me because again, it wasn't she. I wasn't the it target. Wasn't the, the target. Yeah. yeah but now nah, I, I gotta give her credit. Like she's doing her thing out there. She, I, I, I do. I will give Sweetie credit. I actually kind of admire her just a little bit because it's like. She's very fashion forward, mm-hmm. so that's why I very that's why I do appreciate her like about her like she's very like her aesthetic and like when it comes to fashion and just like and all of that like she's yeah. really a one okay and her body is snatched okay? yeah oh yeah like, can't nobody say shit okay yeah, nobody boy. say shit boy I, I know now, I know she may be maybe a little bit tucked and done but you know what I'm saying that's the best <laughs> is the best of what I've seen okay but yeah like sweet like fashion forward wise like she's really good I do like her music mm-hmm. um well I say it's like my top favorite but it's not it's like it's more so just kind of like you know if I'm really in a happy mood yeah yeah I, I feel Welcome that going back to the streets um, before I talk about this album, I'm just gonna name up a, a couple of more in the rap category. Of course, uh, "King's Disease" by Nas, um, a written testimony by uh, Jay Electronica and Jay Z. Uh, I, I have to say, and Jay Z because Jay Z really did provide half the vocals for that entire album, but it was still a good album. Uh, that being said, I'm finally glad that Jay Electronica finally dropped something after we've been waiting since like what 2011, 2012 for this man to drop an album. If not longer than if, that. Yeah, if not longer than that. So the the man finally dropped one last year, and uh, I mean, was it well worth the wait? I mean, it, it was nominated for a Grammy, so I mean, maybe. But yeah, it, it's just it was a long time coming for that. Uh, the the one hip hop album that I think. Uh, honestly, other than uh, My Turn by Lil Baby and um, Please Excuse Me for Me and Antisocial by Roddy Rich that I think got snubbed at the Grammys because they decided to go the more traditionalist route, uh, I will say Shoot for the Moon, Aim for the Stars by, um, or excuse me, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon by Pop Smoke. And yeah, that should have gotten the Grammy. Yeah, that, I, I, and honestly, yeah, it, it should have been not, at least nominated for at something. At least nominated for something, exactly. Because um, despite pop smoke no longer being here that well, that album was well put together and honestly brought in uh really 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 introduced to others who weren't hip to pop smoke to like the the genre of of new york drill um because now you got like uh favio foreign who is again for a freshman for 2020 or double xl freshman 2020 that's coming in and he kind of raps in the same field with the same uh drill beats and Favio is an interesting character, but that's that's another conversation for another time. But yeah, Pop Smoke's album, I think, definitely really got snubbed as well, uh, especially considering that uh, for some reason, Dior, uh, which actually was on his Meet the Woo mixtape, but got put on all of his other projects after that, uh, Dior actually 
was used as like an anthem for Black Lives Matter, which is kind of strange. But when people weren't listening to the bigger picture um, by Lil Baby, that was one of the uh, songs that was the anthem for this year's um, protests. Just kind of like how um, All Right by Kendrick was used during the 2015 protests. So, and 2016 protests. So, but definitely uh, Pop Smoke's album definitely should have gotten up there. And, I mean, that's really all that I can say about that. Can uh, we throw some singles in there? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the end of 2020. <laughs> Throw baby. Throw baby. Throw baby. Come on, man. You know, it's funny because when that song came out, hella people had a lot of conversations about what like, the females was talking about. And like, oh, man. I, I don't know, because they were just like, a lot of conversation was talking about, okay, y'all are okay with throat babies, but the moment a bitch want to say some oh, shit about you talking about, about WAP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about some WAP, y'all got an issue with it. <laughs> Look, I'm here for all the ratchets. Yes. Ratchetness, coonery. Yeah. Ratchet decor. Like. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have no judgments. All I say is if you do it, my don't halfway do it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> don't halfway do it. But uh, that one, uh, cause she thick. Oh, th- 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 thick. <laughs> <laughs> I want all of them. <laughs> you got one more. It's um. What was that song? Get that bread. Get that yeah. head. Then, then leave. leave. Then leave. Hold on. <laughs> he really said. That he'll buy a Sonic slushie or something. <laughs> hey, uh, B-, B King, um, <laughs> DJ Chosen, B King. King they they definitely had the albums with Then Leave and um uh, and Thick, but yeah, that listening to that, yeah, he really said. That. What else did he say? Uh, buy her Whataburger. Yeah, I, I can't give her no money, but I can buy her some Whataburger. So I was like, bro, really? <laughs> Texas man, Texas bro. Um, oh, man. I got I gotta give them a shout out because uh, honestly, like Whataburger, uh, especially like if you junk food, baby, what Whataburger is kind of like that. I ain't even gonna front, like no cap. <laughs> I really think that like brought like some comedic relief to the end of 2020. It did, yeah, it did. Because when you think about it, 2020 was ass. <laughs> ass. ass. 2020 was ass. So a little a little comedic comedic relief would is just fine. More than needed. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, um, life is good. Or I think I said that right. Laugh. Oh no! Laugh now, cry later. Mm-hmm. By Drake and Life is Good by Drake and Future. Yeah, those were two good singles. Um, just like every Drake song, Laugh Now, Cry Later definitely <laughs> grew on me a little bit. Still not my favorite Drake song, but it. It's like definitely overplayed. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, that's what I get. Where you coming from? Yeah. It, What's the name of, the, of Jake's newest song that just came out? Um, come out the one they did at the Nike headquarters. Yeah, laugh now, it. cry later. Okay. I'm saying all this and all that. Yep, that that that's that with, one. Uh, I actually do like that song, and I like the video because I one thing I can I, I I can appreciate about Drake is that he was an actor first, so he's always in actor's mode. Yes. <laughs> he's always in actor's mode. What Drake said? He's on screen. Oh, real Drake's in the hood. <laughs> Surround Drake with the Drake's. <laughs> I was like, yo, that was clever. <laughs> that was clever. I actually banged with that, bro. That was tough. 
Um, Duke Deuce. I don't think he gets enough talk. Duke. Okay. Crunk ain't dead. Crunk ain't dead. Now that, I know yeah. that was tw- that was 2019, but that really put some yeah. energy into the the 2020. Like. <laughs> Duke mm-hmm. Deuce. Duke Deuce. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, but that's Alice. Really, when that shit came out, I was right on go with that. What the fuck? <laughs> um, money bag yo said something. I thought that was said something. <laughs> yeah. And um, it was when that song came out. It was really funny because hella people was adding like their own twist to it, like. Adding their own twist to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny seeing like people's comments over that shit. Oh, I thought a broke bitch said something. I thought somebody who'd ride a bus said something. <laughs> <laughs> they just yeah, a lot of people use it to their own advantage, especially like, if you was trying to cut somebody else. Like, <laughs> oh, I, I, I bought a new. I thought somebody who be drinking all me said something. <laughs> Go to the club. Popping all these bottles, but you had the same outfit for two weeks to go on. Say something. Like. <laughs> mm. I do like the remix of that song too. Oh yeah, um, I do like that remix because City, City Girls um, and the Baby was on that one, and JT probably dropped the one of the, if one of the best verses that I've ever heard her drop, and and honestly. You know, Carisha, she does what she can. Yeah, yeah, Carisha, hey, look, no, no, <laughs> young, young, young Miami has gotten better, a whole lot young better. Young Miami? Yeah, but, like, uh, shout out to Carisha. She, she, but JT, it's like she had that line <laughs> waiting, like, yes, I'm about to drop some hot shit for this joint. And, and honestly, that's a TikTok song, too, which is in our next uh, segment. Uh, you got any other singles that you wanted to? Uh... Oh. I mean, I had a couple artists, more artists. You got Black Zack, mm-hmm. Carolina Narco, yeah. that was tough. Um, first and the third, I started that, but I didn't finish it by Marlo. Um, 56 Birds by DJ Esco and Doughboy, that was a pretty hard album. Uh, Key Glock, Son of a Gun. Key, I'm a fan of Key Glock. Like, I think it's the I'm beats or the production like, for me. Yeah. Uh, get, yeah, he in his bag, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, What's Lil Wayne's other artist? Stunner for Vegas. Mm. He got some hype music. Uh, sh- shoot, while I'm thinking about it, uh, Stunner for Vegas. I mean, I know that the baby has like a whole lineup mm-hmm. for his for his label. Yeah. As of now. Yeah. Uh, um, while I'm thinking about it, definitely shout out to um to Spillage Village. For those yeah. who know Jid and um, yeah. Earth Gang and all of them, um, they had an album that uh, that dropped this year, uh, Spilligion. Definitely uh, check that out. Jid is cold. Mm-hmm. He's cold as well. I just he wish I had gotten the chance to meet him before he left Hampton. He's bro. cold. Like, I could. <laughs> Hampton's slipping. <laughs> <laughs> Hampton's tripping. Yeah, uh, uh, he, that man is cold. Yo, if we are ever, were ever to have a homecoming, and I, you know, I want to speak that into existence, but I want to count my blessings. Mm-hmm. Um. I feel like Hampton should do it right and bring back Hampton along. Yeah. Even though Jid technically didn't graduate Graduate. from Mm -hmm. Hampton, neither did Earth Gang, 
it would only be right. But I don't feel like, but then parts of me is like, I feel like Jid is not really wanting to step foot back on on that campus. Probably <laughs> I don't not. think he wants to step uh, foot back on that campus. May, may, well, maybe the money right, you never know. Like maybe, I, maybe we have to go to student activities. Like, yo, y'all need to like get Jid and Earth Gang. Back I don't in, think right? it's a matter of them, of him wanting to step back on campus. Because I mean, if you went to Hampton and you found your group and your your clique. You always gonna want to turn up with your people. Right. It's more so is Hampton willing to foot the bill? That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> are are, are, they, are they really gonna pay are these they artists? Pay? <laughs> yeah. They, they once upon once upon a time, Hampton would pay for those artists. Like uh, if y'all remember, like the well, I don't know if y'all were at Hampton during the time, but like the old Spring Fest and the old Homecoming. But they always got get. artists before they pop. Like, yeah, you, you, know you, are, yeah you, you do make a point there. Like there was. I know one, my freshman year they. They had like El Varner and right. like Tiana Taylor. Mm-hmm. And Again, when, when they were just, up coming, yeah, just, at the yeah. coming, just coming up, you know what I'm saying? Fresh out the gate, you fresh know out I mean? the yeah. gate, just getting noticed. There was a there was a, a spring fest that it was when um, Spoken Reasons was still, I guess, hot before people found out how shady he really was. <laughs> um, but he had he was hosting that. And it was like it was Ace Hood, it was Big Crit. Um, there was somebody else at that uh, at that concert as well, but there were other artists too. Uh, but as y'all said, it was like almost like right before they blew up. Um, like I was surprised we got Uzi. I was surprised that we got mm-hmm. Baby. Yeah, I was, I was surprised, surprised we, we got, got Cardi. I was surprised we got Future. Sure. Yeah. Uh, at one point, shoot, we had YG one year. Um, I was, that, I was, what, 2013? 2011, 2012, right around that time, right when her tutor booted. Like, the, when we had, ba- when we had the baby come, how was, like, were people, like, I heard people weren't getting let in. Precisely. Yeah. Like, they, when I tell you they had convo on lock, like, we had to end band practice early mm-hmm. because they were trying to shut everything down and get security right. Yeah. They wasn't playing no games. So, like, that's why I said I was surprised, like, he actually pulled up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Now, granted, he might not have been asking for a whole lot. Right. But at the same time, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That girl was who got on stage with the baby. She lucky as fuck. <laughs> I don't believe it. She lucky as hell. I like, did see so? a clip of that. So, yeah, hey, man. Um, I'm also, there was... um. Right, as you said, Hampton has a tendency to like grab artists right before they blow up. Um, there was one year that we that we got um, Migos, right when Versace came out. Ooh. So yeah, and then there was a there was another year we were supposed to have. Um, what was the one uh, homecoming ca- uh, concert that got canceled? Oh. Uh, <sighs> Uh, oh, shoot. It's a, it's Damn, a tall, dang. lanky, light-skinned nigga. Yeah, uh, uh, and just like that, I can't... P&B? I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> P&B rock. Ah, I was weak. <laughs> P&B rock. Don't get me wrong. He got some... So, he got right, some yeah. solid... I mean, like, he got some solid songs, but, but as far as the part, I wasn't paying $45 to go see him. You right. Yeah. <laughs> and you, that's really what it was. Yep. <laughs> I, when they had him, I was like, y'all really got P&B rock? I like, think that Deadass was the year when, like, everything took a turn for the worst. <laughs> was that... What What year was that? Was that, like, like 20... Was that 20, 2017, 2018? 
was well, that yeah, our, yeah. Was that 16, our sophomore year? Yeah, what, what 16, are, 17. Because sophomore year, we had future sophomore year. Hmm. We had future sophomore year. I thought Elvana uh, was, El was, was supposed to be sophomore yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's future had a concert, but it wasn't homecoming. It was just at the convocation center. We were supposed center. to have future and, and Fetty. And Fetty, yeah. mm-hmm. Fetty, Fetty got, got injured. That's when he got fucked injured. his eye up. Well, no, he fucked his leg up. It was a motorcycle accident. He already, his, his eye was already messed up, bro. Come on. Hold on. It was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. F- F- Fetty already he got into a yeah. motorcycle accident. Yeah, and he, he broke his leg. So that's why he couldn't come to our concert. Um, But yeah, Fetty already had the, the missing eye and everything before, long before Hold that. Hold on. I know I ain't tripping. Yeah, look, look up Trap Queen, bro. His eye was already gone. And that his was, eye was already gone. <laughs> his eye was already yeah, gone. Yeah, it's... But, um, yeah, yeah, guys. So, uh, for, for those rap albums, definitely check it out. We definitely got a couple of R&B albums as well. Uh, oh, no bullshit. Yeah. Uh, un- <laughs> Ungodly Hour by uh, Chloe and Haley or Chloe and Holly. Yeah, that was... Amazing. Amazing. An, an amazing album. An amazing album. Uh, he already said uh, F the World by Brent Fias. Uh Chalombo by uh, Janae Aiko. Yes. I want to do a shout out to Mac Avery's. Mm-hmm. He just dropped a new project called Magic 8-Ball. Fire. Thank you for putting me on. I'm about to listen to that myself. Fire. It's absolutely wonderful. Like, literally all of his stuff is great, honestly. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Yeah, definitely. Um, give you on. Give it. When, when it, take time. Uh, he also, mm, 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 mm. Sometimes I do. Yes, okay. He, he, he also, know what he was doing. He also <laughs> dropped a, uh, an EP at the end of the year as well. I look, he want to do so. a cover to that, but I don't think I, I would give it justice. But we might see. Stay tuned. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Um. Somebody who I didn't know dropped an album in 2020, but I just figured out did, uh, Luke James. I don't know how I Luke missed James? that. Yeah, it was at the beginning of 2020, so I don't know how I missed that one. But um, Luke James had dropped an album, uh, To Be Loved, because it, it got nominated for a Grammy. So uh, I'm definitely going to listen to that after afterwards. But that is um, Luke James is also an, an artist that I appreciate as well as far as R&B. Um, did anybody listen to Kalani's album? It was good until it wasn't. Actually, I actually like Kalani's. Um, I did like her album. Okay, all right. I, I don't want to be the the downer of the group, but like a lot of their music does not like. I guess drive through for me, cause like I feel like a lot of it sometimes is that that in your feelings. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. heartbreak, I mean, love what, story. That's basically what R&B is. is that in your love, and it's in your feelings, your, and I your get heartache, that. your heart. <laughs> your heart's full. Your but heart's I don't be wanting to be. Like, you feel me? Like, right. I don't want to be 2 p.m. at work. I play some music. <laughs> like, in my feels. Like, I, just nah, think that, like, like, I get really, it, though. It's I, good music. It's good music, but I feel like you really do have to find the beauty in, like, I guess, heartbreak if you're really a lover of R&B. Like, yeah. That's like, real. I can understand, like, for a lover of hip-hop, it's the excitement, it's the hype, it's the yeah. it's the, the bass and the beats that, that go with it. I think, like, with R&B, it definitely is just the vibe that you, you get. It's the mood that you're constantly in. 
and I don't want to consider it just a oh a, a sappy or you're an emotional. It's a calming. I feel like it's more calming than it is. True. It's more calming than you just in your feelings. Now, if you really in that mode, then yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you're in that mode. And that's why I I didn't want to like completely attribute it to the like being in your feelings, but like let's let's be honest. When you listen to you turn it on, you be like, you you could be happy, and then all it takes is for that one song or that one memory to cross your mind. You be like, damn, maybe it would have been different, or you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> like you just, I don't know. Was, I call it think music because that's it's really what it me. is. <laughs> I mean, like I get it for people who really does don't want to think about their feelings and think about their emotions. I get it. I understand. It's a lot to deal with, but you know. Mm-hmm. Don't be too scared. Well, <laughs> don't well. be too scared to embrace them shit. Like, if you're scared, go to church. <laughs> Take your feelings to the altar, okay? Hello. Alright, I don't oh. know about y'all, but I'm yeah. rather toasty. Yeah, it, it's getting kind of toasty. <laughs> I, had to, I had to turn up the heat just a little bit because it was break outside. Um, so with that, guys, um, of course we can we, we can talk about music all day. And we are going to continue the conversation. Uh, this time we are going to, I guess, talk a little bit more about the the challenges and how TikTok has kind of influenced the game. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. What's good, y'all? It's Ked the Pro here. Just thought I would put in, you guessed it, another plug from another Hamptonian who owns another business. Our next business highlight is KSS Brand. At KSS Brand is a high quality women's essential line created by CEO Christina Stewart. Christina is a graduate from the illustrious Hampton University. And from there, she has created her own path of being an entrepreneur that focuses on women empowerment and self-care. She aims to contribute to helping young women feel confident, self-assured, and live up to their full potential. Her first set of products from her new brand are high-quality lip glosses. These lip glosses are designed to not only make you look good, but also make you feel good by incorporating properties such as vitamin E oil and coconut oil for skin moisturization as well as aromatherapy oils such as chamomile oil, which is good for reducing stress and anxiety. You can find her brand page on Instagram at KSS Brand, and her website is www.kssbrand.com.
right, and we are back. Uh, we actually took a little praise break for a minute, man. Oh, Had well. to definitely uh, get some gospel music in there through our uh, break session here. Um, for those of us who know, of course, we all three of us grew up in the church, so of course, gospel holds a special place in our hearts. Um, and definitely, we definitely had to get that out, man. Especially um, with the pandemic going on, and we can't be in church right now. At least I know I can't. So definitely had to get a little worship on. So, um, but with that, and uh, in, in talking about the music that we were talking about previously in the last segment, um, obviously, uh, Law had mentioned that a lot of these artists, especially like some people who were in the Double uh, XL Freshman for 2020, um, came up through TikTok. Mm-hmm. And something that I wanted to point out was, you know, it's strange or it's also kind of interesting how pretty much TikTok has influenced a lot of these uh, like up and coming artists. But also, you know, we see the waves that they are uh, hopping on as far as like challenges and things like that that are being, you know, broadcasted on TikTok. So, uh, for example, the, the the newest craze right now on TikTok going on, especially like within the, the black community and for some others who are participating, is the the Buzz Challenge. <laughs> um, <laughs> now I, I I'm going Lord to say have this. mercy. <laughs> I, I'm going to say this just as you know as openly as I possibly can. Mm. Um, I fell down that mm. rabbit hole. <laughs> I went and I saw one on Twitter, and I was in that rabbit hole for a good two hours. Mm. I'm just gonna be real. I, it was a very, it's a very interesting challenge. Um, but that was hours of busted. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Bro, hey, I, I'm saying, bro, it's Lord. You see one video and then it's just like you oh, just keep watching. You keep watching. You keep watching. Yeah, yeah. So that ass. Uh, if you don't know what the busted challenge is for some of my older listeners, um, just a- a- ask somebody who's younger. Uh, you probably, I wouldn't say you don't want to know, but I mean, it's it's not bad. But that being said, yeah. Um, put it this way. Yeah, yeah. The song is by Erica Banks. Yes. Hot by Soda. Never will listen to it a day in my life. But TikTok has blessed that song greatly yes it has which is like kind of the premise of where we're going with this segment you know what i'm saying tiktok can literally make or break your career in a matter of minutes seconds mm-hmm. <laughs> in a matter of seconds yes. <laughs> it, 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 absolutely in a matter of seconds that shit can break absolutely your and the crazy part is uh, i had to start this off by saying um because tiktok has actually been around for uh, a couple of years and believe it or not, Lil Nas X, old uh, old town road, was TikTok. Um, you know, we we come from an era where you know people either made it through. At least for me, it started out with you know demo tapes, then it went to mixtapes, then you got SoundCloud rappers, and now you got people who might throw out a song that gets hot on TikTok, and now you blew up, you blow up. And it's crazy because Lil Nas X had this one song, Old Town Road, was catchy as all hell. You know, especially with our community, especially because it's basically, uh, well, for lack of a better term, it's hip hop genre blending in with country. I'm gonna take my horse. Right, and and now <laughs> this and Lil Nas blew up after that and dropped the whole uh, EP, and 
I guess for lack of a better term, I mean, he's 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 pretty much a a, a famous artist, or at least in this case, a B-list celebrity. But you see how the influence of like TikTok changed the game. So my question is, what do you think attributed TikTok to become this platform for these new artists? The same thing, the uh, same Snapchat. Yeah. Same way Snapchat and the same way Instagram became Twitter, you know what I'm saying? Platforms for artists. Mm-hmm. There was an avenue for folks to actually, you know, brand themselves and make their dreams into realities. I see. That's what TikTok that's is. Because look at NLE Chopper, uh, his, what is it called, jigging or mm-hmm. the flip it, spin it. Like, TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> so like you got everybody, especially in a time like now where, where social is media so is digital now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty much. It's so digital, like TikTok. Something like that. I think honestly I think I feel like the artists have, who have gotten onto TikTok, they definitely I feel like that was a, a, a good start as a as a way of marketing. Since it is new, since it is a new thing, and it's you know it it caught on like that, like I think that was a good way of marketing as as far as branding. Mm-hmm. No bullshit. As I think that because you're not gonna get as much traffic as you would on like Instagram. Like, granted, you you can get a lot of traffic on Instagram, but not everybody's on Instagram now that TikTok's in place. It's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's more inclined to get catch traffic. Very much so. Uh, let's use a, um, another artist that I guess benefited from, from TikTok, uh, or another song in this case, um, Pop Hunter, uh, the song Adderall, aka Corvette Corvette. Uh, Corvette, Corvette. <laughs> so sick of that shit, too. I, I, I'm <laughs> saying, like, I'm just like, what is this Corvette Corvette shit, like? Like, cause everybody do a tutorial now, and they be like, "No, it's not Corvette. It's Corvette. Corvette. Corvette." And I'm like, hey, "Yo, <laughs> y'all gonna break y'all neck trying to get through this?" Like, I saw this one TikTok. She was just like, "It's not Corvette. Corvette. It's Corvette. Corvette. Like, Corvette. Corvette." Oh no, you can't forget the beginning. It's not bitch. Like bitch. Like. I see that video. It was weak. I was like, "Come on, yeah." Like, like, you about to square up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, that's the same thing. Like, I feel like, for real, for real, if somebody wanted to, they could take uh, the cha-cha slide, take it back to TikTok, and blow that motherfucker up. They really could. You're probably right. No, no <laughs> argument for me. be like, what is this? It's a new trend. Right. No, it's not. No, it's not. Now, did y'all see where the, uh, it was one girl, she went on and, like, said that she made a song and, like, put... It's by me, by the artist. Mm-hmm. I was just like, bro, that's the definition of copyright. Copyright, <laughs> copyright infringement. <laughs> she was just like, yeah, I made a new song. And then, like, she performed the song, and the song wasn't even... It wasn't new. It wasn't hers, or it wasn't new. I was just like, yeah, it's the lost generation, man. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Loki, part to me is just like... This- I feel like this generation is going to be okay with copyright infringements, but <laughs> it's going to be okay with that shit. It'd be like, all bets is off, but at the same time. Well, um. I guess we'll see. Yeah, I guess we'll, well, I guess see. we'll see. At the same time, I guess we'll see. 
So, do you feel as though TikTok is gonna bring in like a whole new wave of these one-hit wonders? Pretty much, like you got people who will make a hot song. I pray to God s- not. Yeah, and then get signed, and the next thing, but they don't have like the substance or the grassroots following to keep going. Like, do you think that's gonna happen, and that could be like a detriment? I feel like a lot of artists are kind of that are new are like that. Mm-hmm. Like they are, they come, they become famous more so for the the for the money, not for the artistry. No bully. Every artist starting out is gonna have a one hit wonder. Everybody it's about that. their their follow up. It's about their drive. It's about their hustle. Cause think about it. If you go back and listen to Baby first albums, mm-hmm. a lot of his stuff was different. It was stuff that was trying to get him exposure and get him seen. It wasn't until he had those bangers. That made him like turn up the turn up the, the heat and make people see that okay I'm more than just uh, the person that you hear singing on a, a song or uh, just uh, another rapper. Like granted, yeah, he had his own story, but his drive and he always says it. If it, like if you ever like see his um his page or his story, he'll always say, "Ain't nobody out else out here outworking me." Don't nobody else got the same hustle as me. Mm -hmm. And I think to be an artist of any degree or form, it's about your hustle. How much do you want it? I feel like the majority of artists that are in the industry now, it's really based off of hustle. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of hustlers. I'm a hustler, baby. There's a lot of hustlers (laughs) in the industry now. Not necessarily, I wouldn't, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that they're not talented, but the level of talent versus the hustle yeah. the hustle outweighs the talent let's just be real now don't get me wrong the baby he has the talent he has the hustle that's not that's not an issue that's not an issue but as far as like the other these other artists or these upcoming artists what's going to get you is one your talent mm-hmm. and your hustle not just your not just your hustle well that is true um, one thing I will say that what's that quote? Um, uh, I guess work hard beats always beats out talent that doesn't work hard. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, you got to have the talent, but like if your if your hustle and your work ethic is is up there, then you know naturally it's that's what's going to create consistency and that's what's going to create longevity. I think it was in a true world, talent beats hustles. Mm-hmm. But in the real world, hustle beats talent. Some, some to that degree. Yeah. So it's like if you've got the talent and the work drive, you're gonna be successful no matter work. If you've got some talent but you work hard and you know you are trying to get up there, I mean you're gonna get up there. But you know if you're facing somebody who is talented but they don't want to put in the work, meanwhile you're not as talented but you're putting in three times or four times the work that they are. Naturally, you're you're gonna get there. Um. I, I would hope that, again, that we, we do live in a generation where, you know, the the, the market for hip-hop and it just even in pop in general is already oversaturated. Um, that being said, you can have a hit song and whatnot, but then that might be all that you want or might be all that you need. But let's just hope that you don't get into these artists who, like, make this one song on TikTok and then they get signed to a 360 deal and now they got to create a whole project and they don't have the work or they don't the, have the work ethic or yeah. the, you know, the energy, the mindset. Right. They weren't really ready for it. it. Yeah. And honestly, I think that's uh, a lot of times 
why I wish that we still had uh, an abundance of A&R in the, the music industry because you don't have that a lot anymore because the artists are taking control of their own work. Mm-hmm. That being said, some of these artists may not be ready to, you mm-hmm. know, take off at the way that they, you know, that the social media is jumping, starting their career pretty much. So you, you think, oh, I'm going to be in this area and then I'm going to work my way to this area. It's like, well, nope, you just dropped his song. It got hot on TikTok and now it's hot on Spotify. You got to go. If you, especially if you sign a deal, now it's like, oh, now the pressure is on. Yeah. So, I think my thing is, all right, yeah, you can have all these social media platforms to to boost your career, but what are you doing to retain those followings and those followers? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because think about it, I don't foresee us being under quarantine forever. No. <laughs> I pray that we are not dealing with this for more than another year to yeah. two years at the most. Laugh. I'm I'm hoping laugh. that it's a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> a half. <laughs> you feel me? Right. So when it really boils down to it, when these artists have to go out and start performing, are you going to have the stage presence to entertain 30,000 people? Are you going to have the... The Personally, book. So you know what I'm saying. I think that the idea of a physical performance that might go out the window now that we've been in quarantine for so long, because like, granted, even with all of the like award shows that we've we've seen, mm-hmm. they're more they're more video shot and like they're more more like music videos or just of like that to con- to compensated as a performance i feel you so i feel like things have changed in regards to performances so it's like the it's more so the quality of your performance like the visual quality of your performance is going to make that's going to either make or break you now that we no longer now that we're in quarantine and that like we've been separated people are i feel like people are going to be hesitant after we get out off of quarantine i don't think so because people already not, uh, not to cut you off, but for real, for real, ain't nobody hesitant about this goddamn pandemic. Well, I mean, people haven't been hesitant about this goddamn you know pandemic. Okay, okay. I can agree. I can agree. I can agree. People haven't been hesitant. People have been going out. People have been doing whatever the fuck they want to be doing. Atlanta is so, booming right now. Booming. Yeah, yes. Booming. The club, okay. it's 9.30 on a Saturday night. Things is going up right now. Okay. <laughs> that's why Atlanta got some of the highest Field, numbers in the okay. country. We ain't gonna talk about it. You know what I mean? And, and that's not to throw shade or not to like put down or anything. But I'm I'm being real. Like the pandemic hasn't stopped any hustlers hustle. It hasn't stopped any go getter goes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They are out here trying to get to the next dollar bill that they can get to. By any means necessary, and it's gonna not stop. <laughs> it's gonna not stop. Period. You know what I'm saying? That on that. So like, I, that's why I just made the point. Like, I don't know. For, like, like, granted, like when I it feel... comes down to performances, what has your pandemic quarantine yada mean preparation blow up prepared you for once there is no but more quarantine? My, my my thing is is it's like. You know, yeah, like, people are not really doing, like, people don't really give a fuck about the quarantine to begin with now. But it's just like, all right, well, when concerts start to, you know, build up, or what are the what are the regulations or the rules that, in regards to those concerts? Are you going to have to sit 
two seats between or are you gonna have to sit <laughs> like what's what's the case like because at the end of the day because like i really do feel like if 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 people are gonna have to be spaced out no one's really gonna be wanting to go to a concert yeah and it also takes it to the point all right so if you do enforce six feet at a concert venue you have to have a large enough venue for it to to hold people to, to hold that people yep. to and then that. on top of that you have to have the staff to enforce the said rules you know what i'm saying like so not only are you bringing more people into the equation, but on top of the concert goers, you have to have the concert goers and you have to have the staff to match said venue and concert staff. So like, like I said, pray it's only a year and a half, but we might be dealing with this whole quarantine pandemic stuff for another year, two years, just for until we can actually get a grasp on how until to we maneuver. can get our shit yeah. together <laughs> <laughs> until we can get our shit together yeah this yeah. Is rona here well we'll, here. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens i suppose we've got some time um again it's just the beginning of 2021 hopefully we don't have to deal with this pandemic for a while that being said of course there are probably going to still be some regulations and some i wouldn't say restrictions but just certain things that we used to do in the past, obviously, we're not going to be doing anymore. Like, if I'm standing in line at the grocery store, obviously, I'm not about to be, uh, you know, standing all up on your back or anything standing like that. Standing like, all up first on my off, back. First off, I don't even stand up on top of people when, before hey, the whole do pandemic. I. Yeah, neither but do like, I. But, it, like, really has shocked me to, like, see to, that, like, when people go to shopping, they are really impatient. Yeah. Like, really there impatient. is no patience when it comes to, there like, checking no... out in lines, like, I had to ask uh, um, a couple a uh, couple weeks ago to back up, and they looked at me like I was dog crazy. I'm mm-hmm. just like, back up. I have my six feet just like you have your six feet. If you don't care about me being in your six feet, that's fine. But please, just take a couple steps back. That's all I'm asking for. I'm not asking for you to do anything extra out the way. I'm not asking for you to jump through no hoop. I just but want I you to like back are, up. <laughs> I feel like people are still shocked that like people are asking six feet. Mm-hmm. No, I was literally at Wawa, and these people just decided they want to breathe on my neck, and I felt their mm-hmm. breath, and I was just like, whoa. <laughs> like, yeah. I whoa. I was like, whoa. Wait a minute. <laughs> these hands, they work, so I bet you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay? You know I, mean? I mean, like, there was white folks, and I'm just like, look, six feet. We all had to do it. We all have to do it, y'all, and it's okay. Six feet's not going to hurt you. But you're breathing on my neck, and I just cannot have that. Like, yeah, uh, nah. <laughs> you're breathing nah, on my neck. Nah, you, you take that somewhere else. Yeah, but um, because if I turn up, then I'm if wrong. If I turn up, yeah, then I'm wrong. <laughs> if but, I tell you to get up on my face, I'm a, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm mad black woman. Like, <sighs> but um, yeah. So in regards to uh, floating back to TikTok, um. Now, we've seen, you know, new artists, of course, I guess, make their way through because of TikTok. But, I mean, you have also have artists who are, I guess, a little more established that are also taking advantage of the app as well. Um, Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B, one example. Uh, WAP, definitely, you know, the dance that they were doing in the video obviously Mm -hmm. made its way into TikTok. Uh, Body by Megan Thee Stallion, Savage by Megan Thee Stallion. Uh, you see um, another TikTok song that has been, I guess, circulating, or another song has been circulating through TikTok, Rockstar by the Baby. Uh, I, I just got a, a quick little side note. Mm-hmm. 
as much as many numbers as WAP has done for Cardi B. I'm disappointed. And why you say that? Because if you as an artist don't make something that everybody can enjoy and and partake in, why make it? You know what I'm saying? And that comment really comes from the fact that like she does not want culture to hear what at all. <laughs> well, at it, all. Yeah, that that goes back to target audience, man. You know. But again, yeah. You made the song because obviously, in some way, I, shape, or form, that's. I feel how like you people see. need to stop bringing culture into the to the mixes. <laughs> she like, brought culture into the mix. No culture. She didn't bring culture into the mix. I think what she did was was a be a mother yeah. and and censor what was said. Now, so when, understand when, when was the mothership under, when she understand made this? this. Song? <laughs> understand this. I'm not saying like okay. What here's the thing. Y'all need to stop. I I feel like people need to stop holding her accountable as a mother like being a mother and being an artist or being an artist are two different things Mm. you're right her money is being an artist that's where her income comes in so she has to take that she has to take that in consideration and make that her job okay regardless of and and that because she is an artist she has to be you know she has to write music on what the the audience wants to hear she can censor what her daughter hears. She can censor what her daughter hears because she's at a young age and she she can censor that. Yeah. At the same like stop could stop placing culture in in the fact that she, that's her daughter and that Cardi B is this that and she made WAP. But I I feel like more of the emphasis the comes from the fact and that the she end, made a big deal of it. She didn't she made a big deal of it. Okay, I mean, so what? She she stopped the song. She stopped the song from her daughter from hearing it. At least she was. At least she. At least she censored it for her daughter. Like no, I I do this. I do this. Word. You not finna do this. That's what she was saying, honey. <laughs> let me tell you something. I'm an adult. You're a child, so you'll stay in a child's place. That's what you'll do. You're not gonna hear anything that I do. You're not gonna hear anything that I say. But I mean, what's the place. difference between five-year-old culture and and fourteen-year-old culture? You can easily... three-year-old culture can't comprehend shit. Twelve-year-old, twelve-year-old fucking cult- culture can probably comprehend some shit. She can barely even make a sentence. So what are you talking about? She, what are you talking about? What, you she can, what are you talking about? <laughs> she can barely make a sentence, and so she's probably not gonna remember goes, this shit. It's by still when the she's same 12. thing. I'm just she's letting probably the not talk, gonna, guys. She's not gonna probably remember this shit when she's twelve. So like, get the uh, fuck. she's not okay. gonna remember this shit. Just like Kim Kardashian kids not gonna know that Ray J hit it first. They damn sure not. <laughs> they damn I'm sure not. not. If I'm Kim, they I'm, not, sure I'm not, not playing that song wrong. <laughs> they damn not. sure not. They damn sure not. All right. But tomato, tomato. I guess that wasn't that a good comparison. Because Kim, but like Kim, I said, because Kim's going to paint the scenario for her kids, just like Cardi's going to paint the scenario for her kids. Yeah. You're okay. Look, I may have a past, but I'm my own person. You, on the other hand, you you're, not gonna on the, you're not going to be on. You're not going to be. You're not going to. You're. What you do as a child is what you will do, is what you will do. I'm an adult. And I have to protect, I have to do what's best for my money. Mm-hmm. So, if I'm an artist, I'm going to do what I do as an artist and make money off of the music that I make. 
I'm not going to allow my daughter to listen to it because clearly it's inappropriate. I just clearly it's inappropriate. I don't feel like that. And the audience in which it was going towards is for adults. The audience in which it was going towards it was for adults. So everybody saying that it was talking about, oh, yeah, like her daughter's listening to the shit. She cut the shit off. So at the end of the day, it don't really fucking matter because it was for adults to begin with. And sooner or later, people need to realize that their daughters and sons are going to be fucking and sucking too. So shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Nasa has won the debate. (laughs) I was just saying that when it comes down to censorship, maybe as an artist, be mindful of the things that you do put out for the radio waves, regardless of if it is you building your brand as an adult. I just think that the radio, the radio waves are already going to have some type of censorship because it's a radio. Yeah, well, they're already going to have some type of censorship, so they're going to ask for a clean version. But if it's yeah. going to be on the radio, they're going to ask for a clean version. Yeah, see, I stayed out of this argument. <laughs> I was just sitting here. So like, we just, we so just gonna be butting heads because, like, my thing is, regardless, regardless of if it's on the radio, the radio. I'm already not knocking her some, for her song. You feel has me? Has some censorship, and I'm sure you're, I'm, 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 I know you're not knocking. I'm just it. saying, like, for real though, like, on some real. If I had a son, I'm not gonna be out here talking about degrading women, sex, drugs, weed, money. Now, if I live that life, and that's the life I live. Go for it. But if, you know what I'm saying, if I'm trying to portray myself as one way and then I'm living another way, that's a contradiction of myself. How is it a contradiction of yourself? Because your son is not a, I feel like if you were to have a son, your son would know that you, your artistry, that is your job. Stop, like, I would, I would, I would be confused if, if I'm making my job my the same thing as my parental duties. I'm an artist, but I'm also going to be Cardi B, Cardi B in a mother form. What it's, it's car. It's either you're, it's either, here's my thing. If I was a rapper, if I was, a, if, if I was, or some type of rapper, or I guess in the place of Cardi B, here's my thing, how I'm going to place myself for the audience. How I'm going to place myself is for the audience mm-hmm. is that I'm Cardi B. How I'm going to place myself for my daughter (laughs) is I'm Bella Cleese. Yeah. I'm different. It's a whole different subject when I'm talking to my audience and when I'm talking to my daughter. Uh, I would say the same questions that you ask of uh, Cardi B, you also have to ask for every artist that happens to be a parent. Um, Happens to be a parent. Would you tell Beyonce to stop being Beyonce? And she got the goddamn beehive? Cause I'm pretty sure she's Beyonce and in her audience, and then she's all she's she's B she's the queen B to her audience. She's just Beyonce to her daughter. Yeah, it's Jay Z is is Jay Z to the audience. Jay is just is dad. Look, cause I look some of the songs that 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 Jigga had back back in the day. I don't know if I would let my kids listen to those songs while they're kids. Exactly. I'm saying like it's it's just it's just it's just a thing. Like okay, well like. Before before Cardi had, you know, culture, she had Bodak Yellow. Yeah. Before she had, she had Bickenhead. Like, you know, she had all these other songs that were inappropriate. But then y'all get mad at her for saying shit about WAP. Like, this is nothing. This She's been vulgar. She's been vulgar with her lyrics. It, 
again, this entire time. I just want to make it known that I'm not mad at Cardi B for no, popping no, pussy. No, 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 no. I'm not, made, I'm not saying that you're I'm just saying that. I'm just saying that. Listen, when it comes to censorship, you know what I'm saying. If you're an artist, you know, be clear with your intent for your music. I think that when she saw, honestly, I feel like when she saw Cardi, when she saw culture in that moment. I think she switched um, automatically to Bella Khalif. Like, she switched to mother no- mode. Yeah, I know. I feel yeah. Mother yeah. mode. Like, okay, bitch. I understand. Like, <laughs> like okay. Like, I understand. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I understand that you're my daughter, but I understand I'm going to censor some stuff for you. That's real. Um, we know got all the way off topic, but that's that's okay. Um, the, the I guess the discussion was needed. Uh, that being said... Uh, I was just going on to say in regards to artists who have um, taken at who are more established that have taken advantage of TikTok, i.e., Megan, i.e., Cardi, um, the baby, uh, let's say Polo, um, K Camp with um, with the Renegade Dance. Uh, you know, we we've got these artists that have taken advantage of that. Um, do you think that would help? Do you think that's eventually going to, I won't say eventually because um, obviously TikTok is still going to you know, be a thing, but do you think that helps boost their audience and boost their numbers a little bit? Yes. The younger generation will always be the, the spark life for music. Okay. Oh, absolutely. They are the first and probably the last mm-hmm. <laughs> to, you know, to stamp something. Yeah. And if it doesn't get stamped within the, the first three months, by the last four months of it, you are going to know whether your song was good or bad. <laughs> make a point. You definitely make a point. Sometimes I forget that yeah, I'm, I'm not in that uh, that age group anymore. It's just like, well, yeah, I'm in a different age bracket now. So the, we all getting older, man. Yeah, the, you know, I got to get older. But as you said, the, the younger generation will, will stamp, you know, something that's going to be, you know, hot or not. Um, obviously, TikTok... If the song blows up on TikTok, it, it'll obviously help those uh, that record's numbers, and you can see if that record will pop into like the top forty or something or the top one hundred uh, on the billboards. Uh, but you know, it's 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 just funny for me because as as I looked at this article, they were just talking about again from the conversation earlier about how it could lead to a generation of one hit wonders. But in the back of my head, I'm thinking, well, every generation of music has had one hit wonders as well. So it wouldn't be the first, and it's definitely not going to be the last time where somebody gets hot off of a, a song, and then that's it. I just yeah. want to know how historians, history teachers, us as adults and like parents are going to go back and tell our kids about 2019 to whenever you know what I'm saying we have a story to tell. We got a story to tell, girl. Like, son. man, listen, listen. Let me tell Back you about 2020. We were shagging the rug. You feel me? Like, like, nah. It's really gonna be a story to tell, but we gotta make it there first. Yep. God willing, <laughs> we gotta make it there first. <laughs> Okay, we gotta make it there. We married. We gotta be married and have Hello. some kids. And some <laughs> yep, all that. Ah, uh, uh, we stepped out of bounds. Five toes down. Yeah, yep. it's <laughs> not college, unfortunately. Um. Anyway, guys. Uh, this this feels like a good stopping point here. Um, for episode two. So, um, we are going to uh wrap this up and close out. Sign off. 
Uh, I uh, appreciate the audience for sitting by and listening to us as we, you know, discuss, you know, music in, in general and, of course, how it has now affected us and whatnot. Uh, with that being said, you know, uh, be sure that you all check NASA out on Spotify or whatever you stream whether it's on Apple or whatever, and definitely check out her projects. Uh, <laughs> as always, we're always going to put on GVGVO and Welcome to the Station, so definitely check those out. Um, it's a catch. You know, uh, NASA is taking a little bit of a sabbatical here. So with that, I'm just going to say follow us at Chaotic Culture Pod on Instagram and Chaotic underscore Culture on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at uh, Kate. K3D the Pro or Cat the Pro. And then you can follow Law at L.JR underscore 96 on IG. Facts. And if I remember Twitter correctly, it's Law96 underscore. So, yeah. Um, definitely uh, check us out. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you know how to reach us. Also, like the page on Facebook. Be sure that you go to the Chaotic Culture Podcast page. If you've got any requests, if you've got any questions, comments, or concerns, please hit us up. Also, you can, you can hit our DMs on our personal pages. You know, we here 24-7. We'll answer anything that we can, and, of course, we might include that into the pod. Going to make some few changes here. Of course, we, are, we're all, we might do some segments where people ask questions, and, of course, we'll be sure to post those here on the pod whenever we get the opportunity. So, uh, also, we have the mics working finally. We got the technology rolling, so... We should be in good hands from here on out. Uh, if we have any, you know, technical issues from here on out, then at that point, you know, I got my roommates helping me and whatnot, so we'll get that under control. Um, guys, got any black business that you want to spit out or just anything that you want to go ahead before we close out? Y'all be safe. Wear your Please mask. Please be safe. Please yep. be safe. Wash if you got hands. the vid, stay your ass home. Please. <laughs> Please. Um, Please. Please. If you're getting the vaccine... Don't be out here talking smack about the vaccine because you're getting the vaccine. Right. And if you are against the vaccine, do your research. A vaccine is not 100% guaranteed to keep you from contracting the virus. It's a preventative. It's a preventative. Okay. That being said, if you get the vaccine, continue to wear your mask. Don't just take your mask off like everything is all Gucci. No, keep your mask on. Mask on. Wash <laughs> your hands. Wash your ass. <laughs> wash a mask. Wash a mask too. Yeah, all of that. All of the above. Yes. All the Take above. a bath. Oh, disinfect your phones after you've been out and about. That is yes. a good one because I definitely almost put my phone to my face after having been at work. And I like to like had a panic attack. <laughs> so no, seriously, okay. disinfectants. Y'all, I yep. went to Maryland today, and dead ass, I got a notification talking about, oh, you may have been in contact with COVID. I said, I don't, re- I rebuke it. <laughs> I rebuke it in the name. In the in name. The name. <laughs> well, in the name. Look at it like this. At least we social distancing. So I mean, we'll. <laughs> but that being said, guys. Um, and, and motorcycles always, 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 always in this spot. It never fails. Um, yeah. So, uh, with that, I'm trying to think of if there's anybody that I can uh, shout out real quick. Of course, shout out once again. I know I did this in the first episode. I did it in a separate clip, but shout out once again to Tyrone Leak Jr. and Michael Quarter, aka Quarter, for providing the new theme song for the podcast. The, the joint goes. Um, I had to split it into obviously. Uh, where one is the intro and one is the outro, 
because uh, obviously it's it's a little long for just an intro. But that being said, it still goes. It still works. I mess with it. It's catchy as hell. So I hope you all enjoyed that. Uh, that being said, guys, this seems like this is the perfect time to go ahead and chuck the deuce. So thank you once again for joining us for Season 2, Episode 2 of the Chaotic Culture Podcast. We will be back. Um, if you are off this weekend, of course, you'll you'll probably hear this after Martin Luther King Day. But um, if you did have Martin Luther King uh Martin Luther King Jr. Day off. Just again, just continue to be safe out here on the roads. And uh, obviously, if you are in the D.C. area, please just be extremely careful because D.C. is on lockdown right now because of the inauguration. Because we had those idiots for for uh -huh. all of no Northern Virginia. Yeah, all, all of Northern, Northern Virginia, Virginia yeah. to, to the area. Lockdown. Yeah. It's on lockdown. It's on lockdown. The whole D.M.V. Just be, be safe. Um, we are recording this as of. Uh, Saturday, January, what's the 16th? 16th. Yep. 16th. So um, you, you'll probably either hear this on MLK Day or you'll probably hear this on Tuesday. Don't I'll figure out which one is which. But that being said, guys, um, once again, thank you for joining us for the Chaotic Culture Podcast. Be blessed. Be safe. God is love. We out. One. Let's talk about it, please. Let's hold some conversation. You see where I'm coming from. Yes, it's so amazing. Go ahead, get comfortable. You can grab a seat, take a load off your feet. Yeah, welcome to the table. We don't tell no lies over here. This ain't no fable. We just live our lives over here. We ain't no angels. We just shine our light over here. We got the power. Uh, we just showing love over here. Cause everybody needs. Uh, yeah, and we don't need a.